What's up, everybody? Holy shit. Welcome back to Music Sucks and I Want to Die. I'm Jake. I am Matt, and we are returning with one of our favorite series. This is The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And what we do... For those of you who haven't listened to every episode we've ever put out. <laughs> As if there's someone out there who has not done that. Yeah. Get on it, people. But The Good, Bad, and the Ugly is a series where we take three songs and we review each of them. One of them we think is good. One of them we think is bad. And ugly has always been an interesting term. Ugly, that we, yes. it's. And so far, I think it's functioned more as like a, like a guilty pleasure kind of thing. But a guilty pleasure that actually has things happen and ideas. And quali- and, some yeah, quality. Yeah, it's not just like a shitty but it's, pop song. But, but it's, it's also like kind of shitty. It's also kind of bad, yes. So that's the assumption we're operating under. That's the definitions we're operating under. And it's this probably, I think this is my favorite series. <laughs> it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. <laughs> All right. Well, let's crack open a cold one. Yes, Listeners sir. at home, I hope you do it with us. <laughs> yeah. Sponsor us, someone alcoholic. Yeah. Uh, what are you drinking? I got me the Miller High mm. Champagna of Beer. The Champagna. I'm drinking at Negro Modelo, like a classy gentleman I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Speaking of classy gentlemen, we're going to talk about the Pulitzer Prize winning rapper, the one and only Kendrick Lamar. We have not been, well, we haven't like hated Kendrick no, Lamar, no. but we've not been. Particularly kind uh, to him. Yes. I don't think him winning a Pulitzer was like super justified or anything. No. At least not for that album. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, anyway, we're not talking about that. Yeah. We are talking about a song from his, I don't know if it's actually his first album, his first like his first real, major, real yeah. album, uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Mm-hmm. Specifically, Backseat Freestyle. Yeah, this is, oh, this is so good. This is our, yeah, this is my possibly one of my favorite rap songs ever. Um, I guess a little context of the song as we, before we jump in here. So cool. Good Kid, Mad City is a concept album. And actually, I think I think it's not a. It's well done. I don't think I've listened to it all the way through. So. Uh, but the story is essentially Kendrick as a young man trying to rap, but still dealing with like the gang violence and drugs and everything in Compton. And so, backseat freestyle is early on the album when he's more having fun, and it's essentially him him in the car with his friends and they're freestyling and talking shit and having fun. And yeah, let's. Just jump in, I guess. Let's do it. Uh, 
All my life I want money and power Respect my mind or die from less shout I pray my dick get big as the Eiffel Tower So I can fuck the world for 72 hours Goddamn I feel amazing Damn I'm in the matrix My mind is living on cloud nine And this nine is never on vacation Start up that Maserati and vroom vroom I'm racing Popping pills in the lobby And I pray they don't find her naked And I pray you niggas is hating Shooters go after Judas Jesus Christ if I live life on my knees Ain't no need to do this Park it in front of looters Next to that church is chicken All you pussies is losers All my niggas is winning Screaming all my life I yeah, <laughs> <Fat>. <laughs> that beat is fat. Oh, good. Um, yeah, let's talk about the beat first. Yeah. Uh, so the intro, the ottering ting ting. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you <laughs> listen to where that sample came from? No. It's from Yo Soy Cubano by the Chicachas. Uh, but okay. It's, but it's like just randomly and before a verse, he goes ottering ting ting. That's it. It's really fun. And chopped it into time. Mm-hmm. That's pretty awesome. Um, the other sample at the beginning, uh, I don't know if you remember, like, before uh, the beat, like, the bells kick in, mm-hmm. there's that distorted guitar yeah, in the yeah, back. Yeah, 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 That is from LL Cool J's song, Rock the Bells. Oh, you and then there's some pre- And then there's some bells. Oh, it works so well. Mm-hmm. But my favorite thing in the universe is the bells. The bells are so, so good. Correct me if I'm wrong. This is some sort of ring mod device of some sort. I right? think so. Yeah, it, it sounds so yeah. much like a ring mod it's patch like, of some sort. Yeah, it's such a cool sound. I, don't, I can't think of another song that really has something like that. Yeah, and it, it sounds really cool. And it's the backdrop for the entire song. Yes, yeah, so actually, let's talk about that too. That's one thing I really like in hip hop when it's a very simple like mm-hmm. 808 bass, like just playing a little bit minimal stuff, a beat, and then like a little bit of a sample in the back that yep. kind of comes in and out. Like love that minimal kind of stuff. I mean I do recall one of your favorite rap songs ever is a Millie. And that and does that really that's well. Literally all it is it's like a bass, but it's also like the bass drum. Yep. The and then uh the sample a Millie a Millie a Millie and then and then kick snare exactly yep. That's the whole song. And this song is pretty similar. There's almost there's a couple little extra things here and there. There are. We'll get into that as it goes, I think. Um, but yes, as far as the base of the song goes, the beat, that is basically it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one thing I do actually really like, though, is that kind of weird like pop on the snare that's happening over it. Oh, you mean the, like the like, first drum fill? or what? No, well, oh. just like when the snare kicks in like halfway through the verse. Oh. Um, it's the snare, but then I don't know what the other thing is. It's very like... Uh, like, I don't know. It's just a very, it's like reverb, but kind of a weird tone. To yeah, it. yeah, yeah. And it's like a pre-delay reverb kind of thing. Something or like a later. I'm not exactly yeah. sure what it's. I've heard it before in other songs. I just like. It yeah, just, it's, it, it's it just works. interesting. It works. I like it because it's not just the snare. It just adds a little, a little mm, space, yes. a little thickness. Um, which we're all down with the thickness. Ass so fat a ruler can't measure. Uh, all right. Uh, so uh, lyrically speaking, we're not smart enough to really get into this, but it's raps. We kind of have to talk about yep, that. That's um, a, again, it's an 808. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we got to talk about the rap. So as I said before, it's like him young and like having mm-hmm. fun, but there is sort of this push and pull between party. Yeah. life versus like trying to get out of it and being more intelligent oh. or striving for more at least. Totally. Uh, starting right away. Martin had a dream. Martin had a dream. Can't really a dream. dream. Yeah. And it's like starting with MLK. And then he's like, and I got to like, the big bravado, mm-hmm. which then goes the, into his youth, kind of showing yeah. through the the style of lyrics there. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, his obviously then dick it big as the Eiffel Tower, like that's just so I just, can fuck the that's world. just him being stupid. Um, but uh, but then as we go, uh, he does this stuff a lot where he'll so you know some rap is like 
line, like set up line, line, set up line, mm-hmm. line or something. He'll set it up and then come back to it later, mm-hmm. a few lines later, but in a different way. Like one part I really like is uh, when the verse starts, God damn, I feel amazing. Damn, I'm in the Matrix. Uh, so the Matrix big thing, obviously, is like blue pill, red pill. Mm-hmm. Again, also the colors of the Crips and the Blood. Oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think of that. And so then my mind is something on cloud nine. This nine is never on vacation. So at that Maserati and Brew Brew, I'm racing, popping pills in the lobby, mm-hmm. like the blue, red pill. Uh, like there's a lot of that in this whole song where he'll like set it up and then come back to it, but in a different way. Clever. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, he does this really cool kind of religious thing Mm -hmm. and the way he sets it up i this might not be real but i think it is because the way he says uh and i pray you is hayton but the way he says it it sounds like it's satan yeah he slurs us together and then goes into hayton shooters go after judas jesus christ if i live on my knees ain't no need to do this so he just does his three quick religious things mm-hmm. real quick. Then says park in front of looters, takes to that church's chicken, uh, comes back after that. I get, that's definitely <laughs> yes, intentional, yeah. Yes, um, Also, another weird, weird phrasing thing that happens. Uh, all you pussies is losers. But he says it like losers, like your pussy is loose. Mm. No, the way he says it, yeah? though, like... You, you think so? I th- Well, back it up a little we'll before back, that. Back, but the way he up. says it is like losers... Okay. He does that kind of stuff a lot. He phrases them or pronounces, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, In certain ways. Yeah, that's super clever. Mm -hmm. Very cool. I don't know if you have anything else to say about that or should we keep going? Let's keep going. Yeah. I want to get to the next verse. (laughs) All right. So backing it up a little bit. Yeah, check out that poppy snare. Oh, okay. Live life on my knees, ain't no need to do this. Park it in front of looters. Next to that church is chicken. All you pussies is losers. All my niggas is winning, screaming all my life. I want money and power. Respect my mind, no die from less shout. I pray my dick get big as the Eiffel Tower. So I can fuck the world for 72 hours. God damn, I got bitches. Damn, I got bitches. Damn, I got bitches. Wifey, girlfriend, and mistress. All my life, I want money and power. I respect my mind or die from less shower. I got 25 lighter on my dresser. Yes, sir. Put fire to that ass. Body cast on a stretcher. And her body got that ass that a ruler couldn't measure. And it make me come fast, but I never get embarrassed. And I recognize you have what I've been wanting since that record. That Adina Howard had. Pop it fast to impress her. She rolling, I'm holding my scrotum and posing. This voice here is golden. So fuck y'all, I goes in and all my life. It's so good. It's so good. Damn. Uh, so I like, too, how he subtly switches up the hook each time, because now he's adding the okays yep, yep. in there. God Just damn, a little build yeah. each time. Yeah, and then actually this is a new part, too. God damn, I got bitches. Yeah, exactly. God damn, I got bitches. Damn, I got bitches. Wife. Interestingly, before that, because okay. um, he does, damn, I got bitches, okay. Damn, I got bitches, okay. Damn, I got bitches, e. Which I look had to look this up, but apparently... Back in his younger days, that was sort of his like ad lib thing that he would do all the time. He'd just put like an e in between words, so it's kind of a nod to him being younger. Cool, uh, yeah, right. Wifey, girlfriend, and mistress, legend. (laughs) Fuck the world for seventy-two hours. How many days are in seventy-two hours? Is it? You got a bitch each day. One a day. Yeah, all right. Ooh. Sets it up in the first. Now he's bringing the girls. In. Like, go Kendrick, dude. <laughs> yeah, I never noticed any of shit. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, well, I went to high school. It's <laughs> 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 all wrong, bro. Yeah, like, but, but it's it's nice. It's fun to read into that kind of. Yeah, stuff. right, yeah. right. Um, on this verse, he does another thing where he kind of sets up a uh, idea. 
goes away from it and comes back in a different way. Uh, got 25 lighters on my dresser. Yes, sir. Put fire to that ass body cast on a stretcher. So 25 lighters. That was that song I was playing mm-hmm. earlier. Um, but I did not know this because I don't know much about the drug running life. <laughs> no. You live in Eugene. I you know something. Yeah. Apparently, it would put drugs in the lighters. Ah, uh, uh, yes. So he's like 25 lighters on my dresser. So he's talking about mm, 25 yeah. drugs. 25 drugs. 25 drugs. Um, but lighters then goes into put fire to that ass. So another kind of play. Yep. Fire, phys- like literally fire, but then fire to that ass as in shooting people. Yep. Um, and then switches it, and her body got that ass that a ruler couldn't measure, and it make me come fast, but I never get embarrassed. Kind of a funny line, but make me come fast, quick on the trigger. Yep. Like, Again, and then you're not embarrassed when you kill someone. You don't mm-hmm. have the you yeah. don't have the shame. Yeah. You got the because you're hard, right? Exactly. Yeah. Um, at the end of that, I just love how he changes his flow. Uh, she roll in. I'm holding my scrotum and posing. This voice here is golden. So fuck y'all's. I go in. Such a nice way to yeah. Nice to finalize his verse. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No. There's that's. I like the next verse a lot, but this is verse two is kind of yeah. Mine. There's not much in the beat. That's I don't think anything in the beat's different. No. Um. No, don't. Think is so. that like the the weird like siren sound in the first verse? I can't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, but if, if that would be it, if yeah. anything, exactly, and that's just a thing to match some lyrics mm-hmm. and just a little exactly. extra thing. Yeah, but it's that's super rad. Shall we? Yeah. All right. Last verse. It, it's go time. Dude. It's go time. It's so tight, too. Uh, Not a wasted moment. No, definitely not. Everything is very, which is kind of ironic because it's supposed to be like a freestyle. Yeah. And it's it's very like, but it's it's very very not. I mean, very tight. Maybe Maybe the verses are, but like, you know, the construction is very tight, very. Exactly. uh, To the point, brevity, all that good stuff. That's what they say, right? Uh, It's so good. So, Uh, go ahead. So, before, so the. 
I guess that would be what the third hook at this point mm-hmm. before the third verse. Um, oh, switches it up again. Now oh. we got the O's, and I love how the fourth one. Oh, hell yeah! yeah. <laughs> Which at the end of that uh, hook, though, that's when Kendrick does that. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, yeah, but he does. That sounds like manual too. It does. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's manual, kind of wow. it's kind of like a little setup there. Yeah, I like that. Cool, yeah. I like that. Um, but then, so that third verse, the, the double time. Uh-huh. Verse, the, the first time I listened to it, I thought it was a guest. Uh, his voice he control, changes, his, yeah. like, actually throughout this whole thing, he yeah. does it a lot. Um, like, like you're saying, it's, like, not really a wasted moment. Mm. I like these, like, kind of line evolutions. Uh, Roland Doe with a good grind and run out ho with a, he says, like, bouton, baton. He's, again, he says it really weird to make the next rhyme work. That's a relay race with a bouquet. They say, K, you go and marry minds. And it's just kind of this cool evolution of sort of money, drugs, power, which is what it comes to, uh, evolving into marriage and mm-hmm. basically people being like, oh, you should marry my daughter now that you're rich. And yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't know. Just his, his, and it's happens just so quickly. And yeah. It works. Well, it's very easy to pass over. For yeah, sure. yeah. It's easy to listen to the song on the surface level. Oh, yeah. And just yeah, enjoy yeah, the fuck yeah, out of it. Yeah, yeah. But like, if you investigate Kendrick, he often will surprise you. Yes, definitely. Because I think the first time I heard this song, I think it was my, my favorite on the album just because it was so... It was banging. It was banging, but also I was just like, oh yeah, this song's like not dark and depressing. And I, was, I mean, it, you know, dark, but like like the, a lot of that album is yeah. dark, you know? And this one, I was just like, yeah, this is a banger. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I just love to go back to the soundscape again. Just I, I can't say enough about just the Ring Mod Bells and how they make just a perfect construction because they don't get in the way of any sort of frequencies in the middle. Yeah. They stay very far back, but they're very attention-grabbing when you need them to be as well. And they're it's always just there, and then, like, the recurrence of certain samples, like the Arin Tintin coming in in the middle of the that verse there. Mm-hmm. And then the... Um, this, they have this like little drum fill sample that they do a few times throughout the song with the even bigger snare that sounds almost like a pen, pencil hit. Yes, paper that is um, from Uh-oh. Good Good Night by Ross... No. Yeah, that's it. Good what? Good Night by Roscoe Dash. Okay. <laughs> Good shit. Yeah. yeah it's a it nice... literally is just, it's the same exact snare fill that happens and then they just lifted it. Sounds a lot better on this one. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. Back to the voice changes too. I love how he says, you know, doing yeah, that. Yeah. Then we get the biatch. Okay. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the second time he's like, I Go. thought he said, Coldplay? I thought that too. And I looked this up and apparently it might be a ref. Well, okay. It's, it's Go Play. Mm-hmm. But the way he says it, again, he does this it intentional misprep. Yeah. But apparently it's a reference, if it is Coldplay, it's a reference to that uh, show, uh, like the stoner show. It's like the three guys that work in the office and they just get stoned. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget what it's called right now. Apparently that's a line in the show. He's like, biatch Coldplay. That would be interesting, yeah. Yeah, so it might just be a funny little like... Nod. Yeah. While being susceptible enough to double entendre to be questionable. Exactly. Um... This part of interesting here, so like the second half of this, uh, so after the biatches and the no ways, uh, I can tell you who I want to sell you a game running time. He's bringing game in, biatch, go play, biatch, go play. I look like OJ. Mm-hmm. Uh, interesting thing I noticed here, so when he says OJ, the other voice comes yep. in mm-hmm. and finishes the line, I look like OJ killing everything from pussy to a motherfucking hit boy beat. <laughs> hit boy is the producer. When he says the name Hit Boy, the gravelly voice drops out. Yep. So I think he intentionally did it on a name of a person and used that as a transition, transition. to yeah. the next voice, which is crazy that and you would think about that. Yeah, uh, that's, it's a level of detail that 
really comes from like having just a really strong idea for your song. Exactly. Honestly, like if you have, I guess I'm trying to insert kind of like my own brain to this kind of thing. But if I have, if I'm writing something and I have a really strong concept behind what's happening, then decisions like this are just, just as mandatory as like your bigger decisions. Yes. Like it's, Everything will just fall into place super fast if you have a very strong concept and you have a very strong execution idea for it. I so I'm not like surprised that the level of details. There, oh yeah, yeah. Because those kind of things actually come naturally to someone like Ken. I would imagine. Yes. I mean, he's obviously a master of his craft. Yes. You know. <laughs> so so it's, it's really cool to hear yeah, those something kind of I would never think about ever. Yeah. My, but I guess there is like a musical equivalent that we would sure. Think about I, no, I totally yeah, believe yeah, that. Yeah. And it's just really cool to hear that kind of. Uh, specificity, uh, attention to detail, mm-hmm. but I just, I know, cause I, I just hear how his brain works. You, you know what I mean? I can feel it. I know that that decision and things like that in the song, just, they were automatic. There's like, this, yes. ha- this, this just has to happen. Exactly. Here. Exactly. It has to happen. Ugh. Um, the end of that verse too. I just, I found this interesting again, maybe just going back to that sort of struggle between the like youthful bravado and, you know, and where they end up. Yeah. Um, once OJ comes in. So obviously OJ has a lot of connotations uh, to his name. Yeah, it's one of those uh, things like you hear, you hear the two letters and you're just like, like a whole list of things come up in your head. Orange juice. Yes, that is Orange uh, Julius. <laughs> um, so, but I like, once he brings up OJ, the, the rest, the next of the lines are all kind of like a sex and sports or football specifically. Uh, kind of just metaphor thing. Mm-hmm. But I think the fact that he starts it with OJ just really puts sort of a dark tone yep. over it. Cause after the OJ, it's what, uh, she pussy popping and I got options like an audible. Mm. Uh, and then I'm surprised see. you know what those are. I looked that one up. Did you? <laughs> <I did. laughs> got him. But, uh, I B C O M P T O N. I win then ball at your defeat. So it's all that again, sort of like the money power. Mm-hmm. Violence. Yeah. You know, women fame kind yeah. of thing. But again, all this very dark, Connotations. connotations with mm-hmm. the OJ, and I think that's a lot of this song because it is also like his delivery is very upbeat. It's not, yeah. I mean, obviously in this verse, especially, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah he's like he's just spitting. He's, dude. he's spitting. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> uh, let's see, and yeah, the outro. I mean, just kind of back repeats the intro again, which is cool. I always like that. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, no reason not to. Yeah, but yeah, just what a cool, cool beat. What a great finish. What a... And again, uh, the ending is also very tight. There's no... And you could have easily had this on this song. You could have had just the beat play for another 8, 10 bars, 16, whatever. Well, I love that too because he says, let it run, Ollie. But then he just... Done. Nope. <laughs> JK. Yeah, JK, <laughs> lol. So, and again, hearing that beat for another, what, 20 seconds wouldn't be the end of the world either. But you know, you have a whole yeah. album. And I'll you, say too, they also, he adds a little change in the beat there too. The uhs and the... Yeah, 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 like yeah That's yeah. a new, new thing too. And like... That's kind of an interesting thing. Again, there's probably a way to compare it to like instrumental music or something, but those really small details that you don't really notice. Sure. Like, but, but your brain did. Yeah, your brain did, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's the, the attention to detail in the song makes it special, but you come you come for the uh, come for the rhymes, you stay for the details. I guess that's song. that's it. That's it's, it. Because there's a lot to explore. Yeah, I mean, again, I, this is me half-assing. I literary analysis of Kendrick, uh, Kendrick Lamar. Lamar. I should ask my sister to do that. She's like smart. Hey. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, oh, one other thing. I forgot to mark where it is, but apparently there's a Powerpuff Girls sample on this somewhere. God damn. It's like Bubbles talking. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but he like speeds it up. It's somewhere in there. I forget exactly where it is. Sick. I know. 
It's cool. Yeah. So as far as the good goes, how are we summing up this song? I mean, a like hip hop is definitely a different approach to analyze in the way that we do it and our show normally, Mm -hmm. because we have to look maybe outside the typical like harmony and Mm -hmm. melodies and things like that. So there are neither of those on these. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And so, um, obviously initially just the textural base. Mm -hmm. And then like we were saying the lyrical details, things like that. And then his rhythmic, uh, manipulation of lines. That's obviously way more important in this. And as far as that goes, uh, like specifically when we talk about the rhythm of his lines, each verse has kind of its own uh, has, has its own flow. It's like it's like I said, it was like kind of like three different rappers. At it least is, two. Yeah, yeah. The first two are somewhat similar, but mm-hmm. it is different. Especially the second verse, he switches up with them. Totally. And then the third verse, he just goes yeah, balls to wall, yeah. double, double time. And the third verse is actually almost like two verses too. Where yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. too. And then like huge breaks of in the beat, like okay, nothing. Okay, mm-hmm, silence, mm-hmm. except for the voice. And it's really cool to hear, because, you know, you, you listen to a lot of rap, and it's, you know, nothing wrong with this at all, and it's great, and I've listened to it, but, like, it's pretty awesome to hear someone change their even their style that heavily in the middle of one song. Oh, I know. And he actually even kind of brings that up in, I think, the first verse. Oh, boy. No, oh, that's the second verse when he said, when he's doing, I'm posing, this My voice here is golden. golden. And then, so fuck y'all, I goes, goes in. in and yeah. then he, it's go time and he changes his voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, it's, it's nasty. Damn, that Kendrick. Maybe he does deserve that. You know, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. So, but who's getting Pulitzers these days? I guess it's the uh, our guy, Henry the Threadgills. Did he get a Pulitzer? Yeah, remember? Good. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. His album was like, Twenty-eight dollars to yeah. download on <laughs> Now does Henry Threadgill deserve Pulitzer? <laughs> deserve something? <laughs> Swift kick up the behind. I don't know. <laughs> oh gosh, that album's great though. Uh, but in any case, yeah, Kendrick Lamar. Obviously, we don't have to say he's awesome. Everybody knows he's awesome. Oh yeah, I mean the whole uh, world yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, it is really impressive. I forget how old he was, but he was pretty young on this album. Like Twenty-one, too. yeah, somewhere around there. He's yeah. no Snoop, but yeah, <laughs> but. Is this 13? Is that what the album came out? I, that sounds right. Yeah, I think yeah. it was 2013. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty nasty. Good shit, Kendrick. Good shit. All right, you ready to not be happy anymore? Yeah, okay. So if you are a very positive kind of listener and you really like talking about fun things and good things, I would redirect you to some of our more positive episodes. Episodes 28 and 29 come to mind where we talk about, oh, and any of the Music We Like series, go check that out. Please turn off this if you are not into negative. But if you're like us, you like <laughs> yeah. making fun of shit. You live for it. Yeah, <laughs> then you're going to feast on this song. I have a problem with the song. I can't feast on it because I hate it so much. I'm but, interested to hear what you have to say about it. Like, because you really hate this song. I, beyond, I hate this song. Beyond too, any like, measure. Yeah. It's everything. Every single thing annoys me. And I don't know how much more I can really say about it before we listen to it. No spoilers. Jump right in. Let's do it. Man, I know. I'm sorry. I I think I brought this on.
fuck y'all. I goes in. <laughs> so, Here we go. It's go time. First, it's go, first of all, we're going to talk about every fucking synth sound. Well, let's talk. Step okay, back. okay. The name of this song oh, God, is yeah. Cold Heart. Yes. By Elton John, Dua Lipa, and the producer is P Now. Yeah. P N A. Yeah, P U. A U, yeah. I'm calling him P now. P now. Because he peeing out all over this. He track. sure did, my dude. Oh, just, my <gasps> Christ. Uh, the first UK number one single for Elton John in 16 years. Cringe! Apparently, the album is a uh, like an Elton John collabs album where he's like collabing with newer artists in order to have some sort of relevance yeah. in this day and age. So, I have a question for you. What did he add to this besides the two stanzas from Rocket Man? Do you, what collaboration do you think he added to this? Well, every line in that is from an Elton John song. There's four different Elton John songs that uh, they. That, 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 I really want to talk about that. Um, but before, let's talk musically in the synth sounds before we get into. Yeah. Because the concept is really what I find I like suffer. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the, there's almost nothing to the. That's mute. my problem. Yeah. Nothing. So we just listened to Kendrick Lamar and Baxi. Not that they're particularly comparable, but. In the way that I would say it is, is the attention to detail and uh, the complete devastatingly lack thereof in this song. So there's a few main synth sounds. You have your strings up top that are hovering on B flat and F just the whole time, which is kind of more reminiscent of like your 90s trance stuff. Yeah, and well, I, I, they definitely are going for that sort of vibe. Uh, yeah, and it's not, not disco, but like that dance. Yeah, era, yeah that era of chill, dance. chill step yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, And they have these, so everything sounds so dated. Like, it's because all the songs are like 40 years old. Yeah, not only the songs, but the, the, synth, yeah. the synth sounds are 20 years old minimum. And not that, it, you know, obviously the perfectly beautiful synth sounds that are modern and up to date and cutting edge are not the be all end all. Yeah. But I feel like trying anything would have helped because this is all, everything in this beat sounds very 1995 to me. Yeah. I really hate that bass part. Too. Yeah. The, the, the bass with, with that little. Uh, yeah. With like yeah. The, it's like a little. Uh, filter envelope where it's like a sharp uh, and then you know and it makes that like yeah, yeah. A strong attack on the yeah, bass yeah. and that's that was all over like house tracks I do actually like that sound exactly. but not, it's, not in this. it just doesn't nothing works all this and like the bell sound that's like that's from the Elton John song though to be yeah fair. but it also sounds like garbage yes and <laughs> not only that but like it's a new sound it's not that sound right Oh, I think, yeah, they redid it, but yeah. it, but it's almost the exact same. It's, it's, it's like, close, yeah. 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 Right. 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 They did it on a computer in five seconds. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And every every sound sounds like shit, and the, so you have your string pad that's holding over the top. You have your bells that come in in the cheesiest spot possible, and then you have your kick, which is fine. No, no, everything's just so boring. It's just so boring. It never, okay, well, we can go to the, like, the last chorus, because they do that combined chorus things that you like so much, yeah. but it's not fun in this. No. Um, but... Yeah, I think the only the note I wrote when I was going through this, I have. If you can look here, I can. Uh, you can see my notes are intro. I wrote nothing. Verse one, nothing. Chorus, nothing. Verse two, nothing. Nothing. Verse three, and then I wrote beat drop sucks. <laughs> then chorus, and I wrote same every fucking time. <laughs> 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 oh, one thing that also pisses me off to get to the more musical side of it, besides just like the production things that I'm not actually that experienced in, uh, the progression sucks ass. Yes, and okay, that's what I want to talk about too when we talk about the other it, songs. Uh, it doesn't fit anything. No, and he doesn't sound good. I mean, I don't expect him to sound great. I mean, he's what, like, geriatric? <laughs> like, I mean, like, how old is Own John now? Like, he's like 70 or Yeah, he's, he's not, not that old. old yeah. yeah, and I know you like Dua Lipa, okay. I, I like her okay, yeah. To me, though, she, like, and I'm, uh, I've only listened to about four songs now. That's all I've She listened. just has, like, 
the most generic. Well, not even generic. There's just nothing in no, it. Yeah, no. Just, so there's no. Uh, it's not like style to her. Her and I, I would how I would describe it is I would say she doesn't have a next level in any facets of yeah, her voice. She's a competent singer she, for yes. sure. Yeah, but she she doesn't have something that grabs your attention specifically. Her delivery is um, very serviceable, but there's nothing you can really latch onto. Yeah, and it's like, it's like what's the point of having her sing Rocket Man for two yeah. bars and like well, and that stupid yeah, yeah. and it, the, nah, 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 nah. Yes. Uh, yeah. God. It just. And it, it, yeah. It's like between the two of them, it's like I feel like oh, an art. Two famous artists are collaborating from different generations. Uh-huh. What goodness could come from this? Oh, it's the most boring piece of shit I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Cool. I just don't understand how this got so big. I don't know. Like I said, his first number one on the UK charts. Yeah. It, in but forever, he, yeah, but they're both British, and know. they're both and yeah. it's insanely popular here as well. I heard it in the grocery store the other day, and I almost lost my mind. Oh yeah, I hear it at the gym like every time. Oh, you poor bastard! Every time. So I, so I basically find almost everything in this song offensive. Let's skip the second verse because Thank it's the exact God. same thing as the first verse, and as that chorus as well. Uh, I guess we'll go to the eh, like the last verse and chorus. It's the only time anything ever changes in this yeah. song, but even then, it's like I only made it this far like once. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I just skipped ahead like a minute. We'll see where we're at here. Okay. That for, was worth it. Yeah, that was great. I really enjoyed that. So, another issue I have to go back for the synth sounds really fast. That brass sound, that's your foundation. The little rung, that's every chord, uh, every downbeat mm-hmm. to get, give you the chord. Lame. Yes. And again, it's supposed to be this chill, vibey kind yes. of deal, right? Yes. And that Honestly, that sound doesn't really work for me in that context. It's a little too, um, a little too poppy, or sorry, not poppy, but a little too... Uh, Little too aggressive for what they're trying to go for, but it's not yeah, terribly it's not, standout-ish. Yeah, yeah. So that's not my real issue. My issue again is just like this is a fucking preset on like the DX7 in the 80s or whatever, right? It's on the like OB OB12. It's on. It's just a preset, and you can find it. I don't know. It's not that presets are bad. It's just this sound yeah, is yeah. so. It's, it's, just, it's just nothing. It just it's nothing. It's, yeah, it's, it's just a nothing. Wash. It's a yeah. net. It's a net wash, and it's like. Not that it needs to have... It's a dance track. It doesn't need huge dynamics necessarily because mm-hmm. it's a chill one. I yeah. get that. But, like, the only thing that happens is that third verse, the drums drop out. For, like, not... Yeah. Yeah. And then immediately just comes back in the same on the Rocket Man part. Like, there's mm-hmm. not, like, a build up to it or... Like, it just... Oh, we don't have drums now. That's the low point. Now back to the part. Oh, yeah, my you- God. Wow. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> I want to get into, because now seems like an appropriate time since we just listened to the combining of the choruses. I want to delve a little bit into the progression. Okay, yeah. And why it doesn't work. Let's hear it. So, the progression is B flat minor, E flat minor, G flat, uh, F minor, seven, whatever. So, obviously, very non-committal progression. Not, not a lot to it. Well, it doesn't need to be, but mm-hmm. this progression is chosen so it can fit multiple types of songs yes, underneath it exactly. and have very little adaptation uh, requirements. It's meant so ev- it's meant to be as easy as possible to grab bag and shove everything into one song. When you think of songs that have like good combined courses at the end, I think of two right off the bat. Uh, cheap trick. Yeah, surrender, and then all the small things. Oh yeah. So both of those actually, the chord progress is very similar in both. Yeah, <laughs> um, that is true. They're both, in, they're both in C too. Yeah. It's also funny. Uh, so the reason it's more powerful in that sense, uh, let's take uh, all the small things for example. You have your nanas, and you have your uh, turn the lights. Or no, turn the light, whatever the lyrics are. Yeah, yeah. Keep your head still. I'll be your friend. Really, yeah, yeah right? we go. Wow. So the reason that <laughs> we're listening to that song, instead. I know. <laughs> so here's why I think it works a little better is because they use the progression in that song to do stuff with the melody. Cause it, like in the Cheap Trick song, for instance, right? That that's using the suspension yeah, over there yeah. to get it, it's doing something. But the other melody is uh, mommy's on right. the, yeah, yeah, or the yeah. surrender, yeah, yeah, surrender, yeah, right. yeah, 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 surrender, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah. both of them, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the other one is simple, like uh, soup non-committal because mm-hmm. surrender, surrender, and then. The, all the small things, the na na na's are a little. Actually, na's are a little committal as well, and they felt they they follow the contour of the other chorus as well. Yes, that's true. But even in the na na's, like the, there's more sus voicings between the two voices mm. doing it, so it's a little less committal than your uh, keep your head still. I'll be your thrill. Yeah, that's yeah, yes, exactly. So when we get to this double chorus, you have your Rocket Man melody, which has like a contour to it. Again, in the original, I do like that melody. Yeah. Not in this song. But yeah. Uh, yeah. no, it works just fine. And the original, I don't know if you know this, but the chords matched the melody mm, a little better mm, than mm, in this mm, song. Mm, 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 mm. Mm. What's the progression of the original? Rocket Man four da 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 one. Yeah, just four one. Well that part's but the chord progression is different on that line then. What? That's a different chord progression in that part of that song. Oh, in this song, yeah. Well in the Rocket Man. Yeah. It goes to two and then goes to four and more, four and one. Oh, you're talking about everything's going to be a long, long time. Yeah. That part. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. You're right. Why did I jump to the other part? Wow. That's because I like that part. Um, <laughs> B flat. Touchdown. I'm a two. Mm-hmm. Rocket man. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The two. yeah, yeah. So it's four. It's one four. Yeah. 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 So, and again, it's an even simpler progression. Yes. But. It matches what you're doing a little bit. Well, also better. the context of when that comes into the song. We've had a lot more dramatic Ex- stuff yes. before we and got we're, to we that. We were in minor. Yeah, we have the exactly. G minor, C7, yeah, Oye yeah. progression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should do a cha-cha version of oh, that song. God. Oh, kill me. So, exactly. There's stuff happened in that song at some point to justify, I guess, a simpler chord. But even it doesn't even matter that it's simpler. No, because it, the melody, melody just fits that. Yeah. yeah like it, and so they have the same melody that's just meandering around these chord tones. And it's, they're not even sometimes singing chord tones. It's, that's a more modern style of writing, Yeah, that's too. okay. I mean... it's It just doesn't serve its purpose at the end of having this combined chorus because neither of these choruses fit these progressions, and so there's no drama being added to anything. So it's literally just there for extra noise, for an extra signal to 
boost your level. Exactly. And I guess that's kind of their idea of dynamics to try and make that work. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the idea is besides this has happened in other songs. Well, okay, let's move on to that. Uh, because this is what baffles me of the song, this, the content, like the concept of it. Yeah. Essentially, it's it's a mashup, I guess. Yeah. A remix mashup, but like a really weird choice to do. Okay, like I could see doing. Okay, Elton John's coming back. He hasn't done anything in forever. He's doing something with Dua Lipa. Let's, yeah, let's use the Rocket Mind line or something yeah. like that. But, no, there's not a new piece of lyrics or melody in this song. It is from, Rocket Man is from 1972, Sacrifice from 1989, Kiss the Bride from 1983, and Where's the Shoe Raw from 1976. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So well, the most recent one is from 1989. Yeah. Okay, so we've heard all these before, and they didn't, change anything about the melodies the only like again so it's like i don't even know if it, did he re-sing it but like uh why 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 i don't know um and it, again the progression is built for the simplicity because yeah these melodies have their own ideas and i could see if you were maybe a club dj and you made that mix sure, sure just to, context, like, yeah, yeah you could like and that's probably why it's so popular too is because yeah, it's very easy yeah. to have in the background over any context yeah it just puts like here, I'm Elton John. I'm going to come out with a new album where I'm collaborating all these people. Yeah, electronic Here's artists. four songs I did when your parents were, like, at your age. And, like... It's completely It's baffling. so weird. And then what really got me, so I'm not even really an Elton John fan. He's fine. He's got some okay songs. He's got good stuff. Um, but, like, going back and listening to the songs that they use for this, like... Just really made me hate. It's like, a breath of fresh air. Like isn't it? I don't like Rocket Man all that much, but like yes, I was talking about the chord progression, mm-hmm. the dynamics of that, mm-hmm. the production on that is actually crazy. Yeah. It's Especially so much weird time, shit yeah. on that. Um, and then the other ones I had never heard before. Uh, do you know that song "Sacrifice"? I don't know. We're gonna play a little bit because I this going in the melody. The melody works so much better in this. I mean, obviously, but like when I heard this, I was like, I actually kind of like this. Me- like I sure I kind of like it. So this is uh, "Sacrifice." So much better. Oh my God. I don't know if you noticed, but they like changed the progression in certain points of the verse where it mattered. And they like the melody makes more sense when you hear chords that it was written for. And the bell sound sounds better in this context. <laughs> again, I recognize all these sounds. <laughs> and again, I'll forgive them putting that in the new song because it's like it's, it's the, the most the, iconic. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, at the same we, yeah, time. We get yeah. it. We get it. But like, 
that song, I actually like that song. I think. Yeah, it's nice. It's nice. Like, and I love melody, the, the way. Yeah, the chord progression and the melody are treated so well. In yeah, it, well, Elton John's always, that's one of his strongest suits. Obviously, he really tailors each individual song or each individual verse or words yes, or yeah. lyrics. And he didn't write his lyrics, but yeah, right. Uh, they're really good often, and he does a fairly good job of writing his dramatics to follow. Oh, he's great. He, yeah. He, like, yeah, I mean. He's obviously one of the best songwriters yeah, ever. Yeah, again, so. I'm not, not a huge fan, but, like, I will not deny you gotta appreciate his talent. It. Yeah. Like, and that's why this song is also so disappointing, and it's just, like, I wonder, I'm curious it, if the rest of the album was, like, I'm not going to listen to it, but, like, <laughs> did he actually write anything new? <laughs> I don't know. It, it, it hurts a little more, for sure. And then the other two songs are interesting. I don't think we should play them now, but um, Kiss the Bride, that's where the... That's where that part comes in. It's a very short section in the song. And then the Where's the Shoe Raw, which I guess is from a movie, I think. Um or was in a movie. Um, but that's just only at the very end of the new version. Mm, it's yeah. like, true raw. Yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. extra voices, yeah. Um, that song was not good, it, the original, <laughs> but it's kind of, it's, it's, it's like a gospel song. Sure. And so he's doing the, shoo raw, shoo raw. Yeah, I like doing that kind of, and it's pretty cool. Like, it sounds, again, these melodies work well on the chords that they were written for. Weird. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> fucking P-Nows. P-Now, gotta... Fucking kill him! No, <laughs> no, dude. It was it was just the song. Every time I hear it pop on, I just I have to like run. It just yeah. It, it triggers it just, a reflex. It's just so blah. I'm confused by why they did it, and then compared to the originals, it's just like it's not even like a bad cover. It's just like it's nothing. It's nothing. It's nothing, yeah. and it just. Yeah, that that's what hurts. Like when I went back and listened to Rocket Man after this, and I like I sat there, I was just like, "Oh my god, this Rocket is, Man is like a genius." Yeah, song. <laughs> like I was like moved by Rocket <laughs> Man. Well, maybe it takes a little darkness to let uh, you see the light, you know, right? Yeah, maybe that was the intention. Maybe this is all to sell all of Elton oh, John's old albums. Shit. Mark our words. By the time this releases, Elton John will have like five songs on the Billboard chart, all from like the seventies and eighties. You heard it here first. Okay. Well, <laughs> guess I'll have released in like God knows when December. So, well, <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert: we're not recording this in December. But uh, yeah, I don't know how much more I have to say about this song. Yeah, other I than can. I could rant about this chord progression all day and how it just it, nothing works. So, if we were to say graph the melody, actually, you should. Do, <laughs> I mean, don't do it right now. But. Like, <laughs> I was about to draw a middle finger, but you've seen me draw. Like, I, you should just make a computer program that can do it for you automatically. <laughs> so you can just import them and like yeah. just like compare like the originals to this. Sure, yeah. Ugh. I just don't. I don't get it, man. I don't well, get it. We're old. This is one. This is just like one of the worst things I've ever heard. Yeah. It definitely makes me more angry than other really bad songs. Yeah, I mean, we were listening earlier to that, uh, Kygo doing the... Whitney Houston or whatever. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Kygo, like, yeah. Yeah. Th that song also makes me angry. That's terrible, but at least... Th again, you have a performance to grasp onto, and the chord progression actually stays the same. True. Uh, the, mostly. Yeah, again, it's different because it's only one song, I guess, but yeah. like... Some of the rhythms are changed. And yeah, but at least awkward. something changes. True. <laughs> True. He tried something. Didn't work. Could you imagine all? if this song had at least one other chord in it at any point? Like, just something. Anything. anything. Even like, like a two-bar thing in between verses. Where it like just holds on a two chord and then goes back to your B flat minor, right? Anything, anything would have served it, but it does nothing. It's the most lazy, hackish, yeah, which is again not something you associate with Elton John at all. No, he like you can like, again, not fans, or I'm a little bit of a fan, but like 
the last thing I would say about Elton John is that he phones things in. Yeah. He puts a lot of work into oh, everything. even like what was it, The Kiss of the Bride. I really did not like that song, but like it had ideas. Yes. It had movement. Things were happening. It was actually, and it's kind of cool, like a rock and roll-y kind of song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a little weird. I just, uh, I, I don't know. That's all I got. I have nothing more to say about this fucking garbage. Jake, I can't really believe my eyes that this is the song we're doing now. I Maybe also you need the guiding light of 10 million fireflies. This is one of those songs where I was embarrassed to tell Jake that I liked it. And then I finally said it and you're like, oh, yeah, this song's yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. No, that song's nasty, dude. So we're going to have to reiterate the concept of ugly when we mean it. So we did, we did the good, the Kendrick. We did the bad, which was Cold Heart, Mr. P now. And now we're going to do the ugly, which is. I'm pretty sure you kind of understand what we mean when we say ugly now that we mentioned that we're talking about fireflies. <laughs> but I will I, come out and say fireflies is awesome. It is certified it's, banger. It's unnecessarily good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it shouldn't be this good. It's, but it, it's, it like, let's just say it's greater than the sum of its parts. That is a great way to put it. Yes, <laughs> because the, its parts individually are all terrible. Yes. Every single one. Yes. But for some reason, you combine all these things, his whiny voice. I hate his voice so much, it, but it's oh, perfect. It's in so song. good. In this song. It's so good. Like anything else by him is a nightmare. Like, Hello Seattle is one of the worst things I've ever heard in my entire life. I forgot about that song. Thanks, yeah, I'm sure you did. Uh, have fun sleeping tonight. Great. So you, I am a manta ray. <laughs> Something about falling asleep in your mouth. Guy talks about sleeping a lot. Yeah, well, get that checked out. Mm. He's low on vitamin D. Oh, <laughs> good point. Good point. Anyway, so uh, let's do this one like we have done in the past, the section by section, kind of talk sure. about it because this actually has changes that Things happen. happen. It, it, like, so I don't know if you know this, but this song has sections where the chord progression is not the exact same, and they follow concepts of like a melody. And oh, and like um, instrumentation it, changes uh, or uh, orchestration, like. Even even like the sound, like it's all electronic, but yeah, like, like I mean, the sound, the synth, like the synth sounds old, change, yeah. Like, but like, even just like almost like the like different years go by, but it works in a really like yeah. Uh, you know, I, I feel that. I can feel yeah. that. Um, you want to start it? Let's start it. Fireflies by Owl City. <sighs> I know. I can't, <laughs> but you can. <laughs> <God damn>! <laughs> <laughs> Believe your eyes if ten million fireflies lit up the world as I fell asleep. Cause they fill the open air and leave teardrops everywhere. You'd think me rude, but I would just stand and stare. Alright, alright. Yeah, you gotta stop. Yeah, call. To the I know it's a bit of a blue ball, we're sorry. So yeah, when that song starts and I cringe. I hate everything. I really do. But the ostinato works over the verse so well. Why? I don't know. Why? Because it's 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 just something interesting that's just floating in the background. Yeah. I even like the little chimes. Yeah. Oh, the chimes are great. Meow 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 meow. Um. Why don't you run us through the chord progression? Sure. Sir, so we can kind of. See what changes as we go. Yeah, so uh, the way we're starting out is very solidly B flat, E flat, A flat. Uh, am I crazy? Oh, sorry, whoa. 
Ja, B flat, E flat, A Yeah, so I'm literally losing my mind. Okay, I have to write it down because I'm too stupid to remember. B flat, E flat, A flat, B flat, and then E flat. Then up the world as I fell asleep. And there's a whole section on A flat. So, harmonically, the changes go pretty quickly for the first half, and then the changes slow down for the... Which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Harmonic rhythm is always something that I feel like song, uh, songwriters underappreciate. Yes, especially in pop. Like, yeah. you never hear anything ever. Like, it's always the same amount of bars. Exactly, for, for everything. Record. Yeah, yeah. So, this is nice that it pays attention to how fast chords should move for certain lines. And keeping in mind, so, the words... the. The sentences are longer when the chord progression is longer. So you would not believe your eyes if 10 million fireflies lit up the world as I fell asleep. That's one complete idea in one complete chord. Yes. And that's the reason behind doing something like that. Well, one of them, but yes, a very but strong contender. I know, for most another people. thing where it's like, yes, hey, and obviously like classical and jazz do this all the time where the phrase and the length of the measure or chords or whatever matter uh-huh like you don't just do four chords one measure measure each and yeah just, exactly and then just loop it for eternity and then that's your song great nothing again nothing wrong with that it can work yes definitely but it's just very refreshing to it's hear very it. nice um the bass line has no reason to be that funky bow bow but like yeah that's the thing he could have so easily just done Bow, 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 True. Bow, 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 yep. bow, 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 the but placement is interesting. It's yeah. crazy. Like it, but it, oh, that it's funky. I don't know why it's funky. This song should not be funky. No, no it's the whitest thing. Not funky. Well, it's the whitest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. He's talking about Firefly. <laughs> I mean, it's a great show. <clears throat> so, the first section, where is we basically said everything in the world, but yeah, I guess what we should because we were just like that was awesome. Lyrics. Are what they are. They oh man. But the, the thing is, even the lyrics work in this uh, it, musical environment, yeah, and it, his voice fits it too. Yeah. It's, so it's uh, very. If we're trying to characterize this in a way that's, uh, I guess, extra musical, like non, using words that people use, like mm-hmm. humans, I would say like this has a very like uh, dream esque quality to it. Uh, very floaty. Yes. Apparently, the inspiration was he was camping out in like Minnesota. I think. And he was laying in the grass, looking at the stars, and he was just like, what if these were all fireflies in the sky? What was that guy on? Can I smoke some of that? Damn. So I cringe. But (laughs) (laughs) that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Who gives a fuck? It's a great song. So, yeah, so I think it's a good exercise often trying to put uh, trying to match your lyrics and your tone of voice to yes. the style of so- not style like the description of the aim of emotionality and something that Elton John did really well kind of yeah. yes like very yes yeah. <laughs> so maybe there's something to trace here like good songs do good things and have lots of attention to what they're trying to do hmm. weird hmm. actually freestyle did that Whoa. Yes, weird, weird. weird. <gasps> All right, uh, I guess this is the first chorus next coming up Yeah, here. but it's an interesting call it first a chorus. chorus. Yeah, yeah. Because it is the chorus, 100%. It's a very short chorus. Yes. And, and it's very quiet. Cool. Backing it up a few seconds, but here we go. Teardrops everywhere. You'd think me rude, but I would just stand and stare. I'd like to make myself Stay awake when I'm asleep Cause everything is 
So that, uh, right off the bat, that's what I was kind of saying earlier, where it's like, feels like it changed times there, like, because that, the sound of that is so much different mm-hmm. than the verse before it, like, it's almost a different song as far as just the sound quality, yep. uh, you know. And like, then you have, like, the, and this is a, it's really good to use cliches in ways that elevates it, and the cliche I'm talking about is the piano hitting your whole notes with lots of reverb on your choruses to make a, kind of a dramatic statement. That, yes, and the reason it works even better is because of the contrast between the two sections. The section one being, you know, it's pretty busy. Uh, dun, 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 mm-hmm. And that boo doo bop bop And then everything stops. Yep. Dun, and there's like a little ch ch Yeah, in the background. I like that, too. It keeps the beat going, but it's not like, we're doing drums here. Exactly. It's a way to keep your momentum a little bit. Because we're jumping right back into another verse. Yes. So you don't have time to fuck around too much with huge dropouts. So the, using these cliches, like a piano holding your whole notes to emphasize your drama works really well when you have something to say with it that goes against what you were doing before, and it's not your entire basis for your song. And, like, it's a whole new section, and lyrically, it's, you know, it's, lyrically, it's more, uh, I guess, like, more self-reflective, right? Yes. So it's yeah. more of his own perspective, and having something accentuate that is... Very nice. I agree. Um, you scribbled some chords down there. Yeah, Let's talk about that. <laughs> Let's just say they were going pretty fast. Uh, one thing I do like, uh, so I'm not going to run through the whole chord progression like it once, but one thing I really like, so the first part, A flat, E flat over G to B flat 7 sus 4, and then the second line, uh, e f- A flat, then E flat solid, no mm-hmm, inversion. Mm-hmm. And uh, not to go too deep into nerd classical theory, but your your one your one six chord, uh, your E flat over G, is going to be generally less stable mm-hmm. and wants to float somewhere else. But interestingly, this kind of motion is usually attributed to going to the four or down to the two. So sure. A flat to E flat over G to F minor or something right. like that. But then you have your substitution of B flat seven sus four, which, which is nice. <laughs> it's exactly yep. it's very nice and. Again, he just lets the word believe float. I'd like to make myself believe. And that is a nice little vocal hook right there. Like That that believe is great. Every time it comes up in the song, it's great. And that's another thing to pay attention to with harmonic rhythm. When you have your B-flat 7 sus 4 linger with your word, Mm -hmm. that's with the most important part of your hook, things coalescing or consolidating into one idea is very cool. And it's just super nice to talk about. And so the next line... uh, you have, <laughs> so you go back to your solid A flat to E flat solid. Mm-hmm. And, but the reason you're not going to your E flat over G is because your next chord is G minor, the three. And the three to four is, I, yeah, everyone you, loves you it. Everyone like loves you, yeah, one, like three, that, four. Yeah, that's. Mm. So <laughs> going back to your solid ground. And, and that's also paying attention to the melody. He's one syllable per chord. Yeah. When planet Earth turns slowly you know, like that, you know what's going slowly the melody it's reminds me of that really great song by this band called um the red hot chili peppers uh-huh. Where are we going because with this? sometimes i feel like i don't have a partner <laughs> i like that song <laughs> that's like one of three chili pepper songs i like except for that outro bro <laughs> where i drew some blood <laughs> okay um there's all sorts of good stuff with this chorus. Okay, and also that one syllable thing yeah. sets up for the next line that we're about to hear. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't 
Right, right, right. When awake, when I'm asleep. asleep. Yeah. And that describes like a franticness, right? Mm-hmm. And the chords moving faster. And speaking of those chords, oops, burp. Uh, a flat, quick, uh, B flat to C minor thing. Classic, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. But it's a way to achieve quick motion. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a way to achieve propelling up, yes. forwards. Yes. And then you have your last line, which is a very wonderful cadence that's used a lot. Uh, and then, so you have your A flat to E flat to F7, 4, 1, and then you, you call it 5, two, 5, yeah, you yeah, want to just call it 2, yeah, yeah, two yeah, dominant. Yeah, yeah. Which is how it functions. It's not functioning as if it's going to, although it does go it does, to B flat. It's not. It's not, that's not yeah, its functionality yeah, yeah. in this context, at least in my opinion. I agree. You could easily say it is. Because it literally it is does about to go that, there. but yes. So, and that's the complete, oh man. So ending on your two chord, what's the lyric there? Uh, uh, nothing, something is nothing as it seems. seems. Yep, nothing as it seems. Nothing is as it seems. Surprise chord on nothing as it seems, right? This guy might be smart. He might be smart. Like, but no, because then you listen to Hello Seattle <laughs> and you realize he's insane. <laughs> and he's terrible. But, <gasps> no, so, this song is just... Uh, I don't know enough of his other stuff to say that it's this is actually true. It feels like some lightning in a bottle kind of shit. I the four f- songs I've heard from him were they terrible. They're all terrible. They're all oh, terrible. Okay. This is like the only good one. <gasps> Great. <sighs> Verse two. Verse two, and just things uh, things get different. And one thing I want to talk about on verse one before we didn't mention it, but. Just the last line where the drums drop out real fast. It's very cool. Oh, yeah. And a and little, and a little the, beep, boop, boop keeps yeah, going, too. Yeah. And, like, and yeah. then just a quick gung, gung. Chorus. Yeah. Mm. Oh, well. First two. Because everything is never as it seems. Because I get a thousand hugs from 10,000 lightning bugs. Is they tried to teach me how to dance. You are a blue ball and son I of a bitch. I always got a blue ball. Son <laughs> of a bitch. So. Um, okay, same as the first verse as far as yeah, harmony. Yeah, second melody, verse, same as the first. Yeah, Little uh, different in terms of timing of chords. Oh, is it? I it's just a tiny bit. Oh, so yeah. what happens is the bass propels itself. Even this verse. Uh, so there are two halves of this verse. Same thing, right? Twice. But the bass in the second half of the verse delays one of the chords just one extra hit. Really? Yeah, just a little bit. It's on the... Uh, e flat to A flat section. It's just like it adds a little B flat in the middle, hmm. and doesn't do that in the first. What if you there. fucked up playing? It's possible, and then just and then it's like that's cool. Um, it doesn't even matter though because it, the statements of the viol- uh, the violence, the strings, and the, everything else is continuing. So yes. it doesn't. The bass part doesn't even actually even matter. True um, about those strings. I think this is another thing of the sum and the parts being different. Yeah, those strings sound bad. They sound bad. They're Real busy. I mean, not super busy, but like, there's just dun, a lot. Dun, 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 go, especially dun, with the bass hat. Like, but it does sound nice all together yeah. at the same time. So I, I can't mm-hmm. be that mad about it. But they're they're a little much for me there. They're a little busy. Yeah. And what are the lyrics in this verse? Um, I'm, try, I'm trying to think if he matches up like he does in the one. I'll just Google it. Yeah. Because if it does match up lyrically, then I think it's again genius. Uh, with adding strings and this busy kind of... Uh, That's true. Let's see. Uh, 
Because I get a thousand hugs from ten thousand lightning bugs. They tried to teach me how to dance. dance. Mm. Yeah. A foxtrot above my head. A sock hop beneath my bed. Oh, and that little word. Like the, yep. the, 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 the little side. Yep. Yeah. Disco, Disco balls, balls just, just hanging, hanging by a thread. 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 Great. Yeah, I wouldn't apply that as hardcore as the other ones. I don't. It's a loose connection, and I think he just wanted the mindset is just to. Build verse two. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a simple. It's a it's dreamy. It's like yeah, it's just, yeah. yeah. But a busy dream. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's exciting. Like, it's, it's, it's a magical dream. Yeah, like, ex- you're, ex- you're floating in the sky dancing. Yeah, and excited. There's a disco ball, yeah. and then, you know, like yeah, yeah, dancing with you know creatures and whatever. Right. It's it's an exciting dream. So you could say that the string parts are trying to bring that yeah, out. Yeah, it, it may not be as effective as. Yeah, I, I think he just wanted another. Exactly, thing he wanted to another do. layer. Yeah. just another, which is good. More signal, we and like it works. That. Yeah. But it, it is. It might be a touch busy. You could make that criticism if you wanted to. Yeah, I think it's valid. Yeah, you have to back up a little bit for you. I this. am ashamed of myself for saying this. I don't know any other song where a chorus hits this. <laughs> like I, why? Why it, did he go so hard on this chorus? <laughs> how did he go so hard, I, man? This goes hard. I get hype. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is one of those face pumping songs. I'm gonna sure. back it up a little. It's extra. like it's like t- it's like tub thumping good, Dude, man. It, yeah, it's like it's, I get knocked down. What's the fuck? Like, uh, yeah. oh man. All right, back it up a little extra on that. Yeah, just like, you need like 15 seconds or something to get into this chord. We're not you, going that far, but yeah. But you know what I mean. You need the time. My head, a sock hop beneath my bed. The disco ball is just hanging by a thread. Okay. Uh, <laughs> when Fat. That, when that hits, that beat one hits, it's just... And the reason it hits... one. Of, okay, one of the reasons it hits uh, is beforehand, you know, we have this very busy kind of thing. Uh, you get your ostinato on top, right? And then you have your strings, dun, 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 kind of... Taking, kind of taking the place of the chimes at the beginning. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Big layer, bass pumping, pumping, random spots, random spots, go, go, go. Drums popping away. Right. Just, they're chill. Drums yeah. are actually a little chill, but yeah. everything stops on beat three right before the chorus. Everything. Every, 100% of the track cuts out except for the reverb on the snare. And then a huge explosion of timbre. Oh my God. There's like, what? Four or five new tracks. Yeah, right. I don't know. Like, uh, like maybe more. Ma- like, I don't know. I, I didn't even decipher because I'm just listening to the vocals and, and everything and just the explosion of huge sound. Oh man, it feels like so. This could be totally wrong, but just we might. I might have you play it again. So just like the explosion of the chorus, because I got the feeling that that because we're listening. I'm listening on good headphones, and I got the feeling that at the beginning you have this very solid, tight sound, and I feel like it just got farther and farther apart. <laughs> I kind of picked up on that too. I wasn't sure that's what it was, but mm. it definitely like things started to seem to separate more yeah, as it went. That's what, I guess yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah. So maybe that is what he did, or maybe we're just getting over the initial shock of. Yeah, maybe. Maybe we're. Just I don't know, to, but like, yeah, we should actually let's listen to it again. one more time. Yeah. See if we can pick it up together, um, listeners. I forget. Is there any difference in the chord progression on this? Yes, verse? sir. Yeah, okay. Just well, one. Just where all is two it? actually? But let's well, just we can talk about it after. But where just so we can listen for that. Too. So it's in the f- the first two chords. The f- the second chord is different. Okay, 
It was an inversion, E flat over G in the quiet chorus. This time it's much more solid C minor. Mm. Much, much mm-hmm. more committal. Mm-hmm. Stronger, more grounded. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, instead of your surprise F7, you have your uh, stable B flat yeah, sound. right. Sus. Cool, right. cool. All right, all right. Here we go. Do it again. Do it again, <laughs> yeah. Just hanging by a thread I don't. I didn't hear that as I, much as I thought. No, but th- th- something happens. So though. I don't. Here's something I picked up on. We have another cliche that's popping up for really good use, and this is one of my favorite things to do as a piano player. It's very enjoyable when you have something that's very. You need to propel it hard. Right. You play as non-committal as voicings as possible. It's like E flat, B flat, E flat. Right. It's this pattern that's just constantly going over almost every chord and he changes it a little bit here and there. he does like a b flat e flat d1 at some mm. point and that's a nice i think he does that over the b flat seven sus four because that's a common thing in pop writing yeah you have true your yeah. four and, and your major three yeah. at the same time mm-hmm. and that's really cool and this piano line i think is one of the main drivers as well as like your more stable gu- guitar? I think yeah. it's guitar. The, the, but it's just... Crung, crung, exactly. Crung, chunking. Crung, and then that super low synthy bass. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I think... So the track gets simpler but bigger. Yeah, well, the bass is still pretty busy on that section, too. A little bit, yeah. but not... Not as much as the verse, but yeah. it's, it's moving more like than the guitar is. So right? the yeah. power comes in, again, the, the motion difference. It comes in the simplicity. And it comes from driving elements like your piano. That's just, it's very mm-hmm. back there. It's mm-hmm. not that present. It's like if listeners at home aren't listening with headphones, you may not hear. So go put on some headphones, you lazy fucker. <laughs> so it's absolutely killer. This chorus. His, and he sounds good singing it too. Mm-hmm. I love how he His just, range is great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. At the top, he sounds crystal clear. I know. It's crystal clear. At, uh, uh. Should we just continue or what? Yeah, I like this section. I don't Is it even another verse here? This next comment, it's a. Uh, yeah. It is. Yeah, but it's so different. It's interesting. It's, re- it's really interesting. Um, but yeah, here I we go. I think I know how it's different. Yeah, verse yeah. three or something, and verse something. three we'll find out. You're a bad person. Oh, that's You're so good. That's person. so good, though. <laughs> okay, first initial impressions. You have two halves of this verse. This yes. is a very solidly a verse. Uh, yeah. It's a long one, but there are two very crystal clear ideas. One of them is this very, tr- not like trance-like state uh, he's in, the lyrics, rather. Mm. Uh, but it's like this um, 
con- confused, like, does shit happening in yeah. his, his dreamlike. It's dream. Like, it is sort of in between awake and asleep yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. But uh, when we stop doing it, and that kind of fits out the call and response kind of thing, too, and, like, nice piano doubling of them. I really like that. Uh-huh. Well, it's super uh, good. And we have very, like, disjointed strings again. Mm-hmm. And the f- it fits the tone of this verse pretty well. Yeah. And then everything gets much more stable when we start talking and like the string line becomes not melancholy, but like, Oh, like sm- in the second half smooth. Yes. When yeah, we're in the second I half. really like that change. Yeah. Like, and then when you listen lyrically, he's talking about, you know, he's, he's going to wake up or whatever, you know, he's, he's sad, but he's going to see him again yeah. in his next dream. Right. And that connects with this <laughs> very <laughs> smooth <laughs> line. La, da, la, right. I'm weird. Cause I hate goodbyes. <laughs> so lyrically, Again, words are bad, but well, they, they were. They, service. they, he, they, he, he, they, they are well thought out. They complement each other. Yes. The whole song is just very, very much one solid, mm-hmm. like, beautiful idea. Um, and then, like, the last uh, two bars of that going into the chorus, we'll back it up for there. I really like the strings leading up into that. I don't that. know what they do. Uh, I well, let's back, yeah, let's back, back, back it up. Um, and then I, I guess we'll play it through the S. Red of the S uh, wow, I can't speak. Wow. Good thing we host a podcast. Because <laughs> it's just, like, court, double chorus and then a little outro. Should we just... Run it till the end? Yeah. Okay. But I'll know where several are If my dreams get real bizarre Cause I saved a few and I keep them in a jar I'd like to make myself believe The planet Earth turns slowly It's hard to say that I'd rather stay so good how i don't there's so again many, it upsets me <laughs> it upsets there's, me so, how good. there's so many details in this that i oh i'm gonna try to remember all the things i just thought yeah of. okay well first is the thing i was talking about the string line going into that chorus is awesome yeah totally totally killer and again that's your more like normal idea that is more present in, you know i guess like things like classical music right. or whatever where you have this line that'll lead down into a new section and they exactly. all connect together why well, do you like how drastically different it is though than the second verse into the first big chorus totally yeah because it's, it's like the exact opposite where it's yeah. like silence into a big hit and this is actually connects yeah smoothly. not necessarily a build but yeah like a, yeah it, connection like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. just a connect exactly mm-hmm. it's not even that big of a build it still hits hard yeah exactly the fuck? It, <laughs> okay some, some things I want to point out. Yes. Uh, when I was talking about that ostinato piano line, I was listening a little closer this time. And the time it goes to uh, your B-flat, E-flat, D is over the C minor. Okay. For a, just a little bit of a... Yeah, it's the C minor later in the verse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So, and that's very nice. Another thing, 
the return of the F7 yeah, I from love the it. first course. I love it. And I, this is something I kept wanting to point out, but I kept forgetting every time. There's one little stab on B, stab. There's one little chord on B4 at the end of every single chorus where it's an E flat over G. Mm. Just a quick little mm-hmm. chord. I don't know if I'm reading too much into this, and I'm not sure if this is a thing at all. It, maybe it was a thing every time in all those choruses just for this moment where we're on F7 and on B4, E flat over G to A flat for the second chorus. It might not just, it's probably just coincidence. Well, you know, Jake, sometimes things are as they seem. But that'd be crazy if it was. Yeah. And also, with your theory, too, of that F not functioning as a 505, like, mm. there we go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's no way that, that I mean, no, you, I yeah. you can yes, argue you can it, say, yeah, but it's, but that, it's no, no, no way. No, no. Absolutely not. And that's just something we just, you're just going to have to live without justification. Mm. I could try. And I think I would make it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, but, but, yeah, yeah. but I'm right. So kiss, kiss my ass. <laughs> and uh, there's so many cool details. Uh, the, j- one thing I like, sorry, back on this piano ostinato, uh, when you're at the beginning, it goes, I'd like to make myself believe that planet Earth turns slow. That G minor right there, the three chord, E flat, B flat, E flat. Really? Mm-hmm. Implying some major seven thing. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> It's just a small implication. It still functions as your three. And another backup vocal thing, when the voice on top, I'm having a hard time telling the difference between, is he going to the root or is he sliding even farther down to the major seven? So, uh, that planet Earth turns slowly, or is it slowly? I think it's the first one, but we'd have to listen to it yeah, again. If, uh, it, if it was the second, it would be sick. But I, I well, I, they're slightly different on each chorus yes. too. So maybe um, we might have to listen to it again. Yeah. Oh no! Oh no! Sad. <laughs> I would like to hear. I think that same clip again, just the end of yeah, verse three, and, um, but not play as long. But that's fine. Uh, talk about the that, outro before we do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, there was a difference too on the second chorus with the walk-up chords, but I forget what it is now. The I think the chords were the same. You th- are you sure you're not thinking of the outro where the melody goes up? I thought there was some, maybe I'm just, Oh, well, we're going to listen again. Yeah, right, we go. forget because we have memories of Goldfish, everybody. <laughs> but I'll know where several are if my dreams get real bizarre because I saved a few and I keep them in a jar. I'd like to make myself So I didn't hear any difference in the walk-up. Something sounded weird on that last chord, but maybe I'm just imagining things. I don't know. I mean, it's the same chord, obviously. Yeah, yeah. There was something. Yeah, maybe there's a small orchestration difference. Something. I, I, I can't. I can't. I, I don't know. You're right. There might be something there. There was something that clicked, but like, I don't know if I'm inventing it. But Yeah, I don't know either. That's fine. So uh, we both paid very close attention to those backup vocals. Still I still don't, don't fucking know. know. I can't hear it. I can't I think hear it, it just dips so far down that you can't really tell. Should we look up the acapella? No. I would rather kill myself. <laughs> the reason this works is because it has all the shit, not because you hear just his voice. Promise. Um, what are we talking about in the outro? Oh, yeah. So the outro, there's 
It's it's your standard. It's a quiet outro, and then the little chimes. Well, I love that too because it's the same as the first chorus, as far as like just the op- mm-hmm. whole note chords. But instead of the drums, now we have the little that the four stack. Yeah, replacing that. And then the rhythm. So you have your E flat, B flat, F, and then at the very end, it just results that B flat major. And there's one more thing. Ah, where was it? Oh my god! Oh, the piano ostinato again. I keep bringing this up. It's just very nice. So you have this very non-committal E flat, B flat, E flat that changes to the D E flat, B flat over the C minor to kind of give you a little bit of a change. And then when you have your F seven, the transition chord, hardcore F seven arpeggio. Yeah, I like that a yeah. lot. That was such a nice like lift. Yeah. on that, <laughs> you could keep doing E flat, B flat, E flat if you wanted to. Yeah. Easy, but you didn't. But you didn't. <laughs> and not even a seven, not F seven, because there is a seven in there. Yeah. But the piano's triad. C A F. It's so nice. Harder right impact. There. Ah. But so the outro has this chord. The walk up at the outro is the only time in the entire song where the melody goes up with it. Mm-hmm. Or it's parallel fifths. That's with true. The root. Yeah, yeah. It's just mm-hmm. parallel fifths with the root of the chord. That when I'm asleep. All right, outro one more time. One more time. One thing that does annoy me, and this is not. This is just a me thing. Not an actual problem. I don't like it so much when people do like these very uh, close to the mic pronunciation of like S's. Oh, you know what I'm talking about? I mean, that's bursting at the bursting at the seams. That's kind of his style. Though, I know. I guess, but it's yeah. just, but I, it annoys I, I, me more in this section. I hear you. I hear you. But outro it up. All right. I do wish you hadn't said that, though, because that really annoyed me. Yeah, we're (sighs) sorry. Asshole. (laughs) Oh, God, there's so much to say. Um, The chimes are doubling the ostinato of the piano. I love, too, how you can't hear it at the beginning because of that, like, Yeah, it fades in. And and the rhythmic Mm. uh, variety of it is very nice. Yes. I'm pretty sure it might be as easy as him copy-pasting the MIDI file to a different different channel. Could be. But it it sounds very, very similar to me. As to the piano thing, like even with the rhythmic variation. Mm-hmm. So it could be that easy. It doesn't matter. The, it, it doesn't matter if he took 900 takes to record it or whatever. It sounds really good. And then the, the, the it's a vibraphone sample. Yeah. Not sample. Or, it might just be like a old yeah, sample, so, yeah, a shitty whatever, sample. Yeah, whatever, yeah. And it doesn't matter because it's awesome. And then the low B flat at the end. I actually don't love that. You don't like it? I, I mean, yeah, I think it is the ending for this song. Like that's what he should have done. It's something about that low beef that just sounds bad. Sure, yeah, you know it's, it mean? sticks out. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, again, that's it's not really, beyond the range of that yes, yes. sample. Yeah, that's. I guess that's why. Uh, that is, Which I wouldn't before. mind it, but it's just that it's the, the very line. last well, thing. Well, you know, when you take like writing classes, one of the first things you learn is you don't put new information in your conclusion, yeah, That's right? a good point. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's kind of where your reaction is yeah. coming from. But I mean, I don't mind, unless I'm like really listening for it. I don't really mind it. I like it. Sure. as a, And it's a nice, what's well, nice having a little slowdown too in a pop song. You don't really yeah. get those much either. <laughs> totally. Let's try and summarize. So, so we this thought is of the, the song, most genius song of the <laughs> I mean, we talked about this for at least the length of the other two combined. Well, uh, yes. I think it's interesting that 
when I was like, I'm telling people about like what we're going to record next. And every time I'm like fireflies, they're all like, Oh fuck that song. I hate that song. It's, really? it's a really unpopular song, but I don't think people know what it is. I think people just were like, Oh, that's stupid. Fireflies. Like, yeah. Which to be fair, that is what it sounds like. True. Um, but they don't know. They don't get it. <laughs> like, I hope, that we have helped them. I get hope it, so. I hope. We just spent like 40 minutes talking about this song, I think. I don't remember, but it's definitely gnarly. It's almost not an ugly song. If That's the problem. Like, the only reason it's ugly is because everything by itself it's sucks. It's surface level ugly. Yes. Yes. But then when you start listening to it. So they say you shouldn't judge a song by its cover. Sure. Let's go with that. <laughs> uh, question about the movie Good, Bad, and the Ugly. I've never seen it. Uh, is the ugly character, the one who represents the ugly, like, is he redeemable in any way or no but that's the thing that none of them are oh um it's more the ugly uh he's he's not like a, he's just in it for himself i guess so like the, like the bad he's the bad just he's all in villain, black villain. he's a villain yeah. he's a, like he's got a scary mustache <laughs> <laughs> like um the ugly he's just more of like a they got to like oh, I'm trying to make okay. some money but uh, you know so he's he's a char- he's a real kind of character yeah, grounded yeah. character he's very morally gray i guess you could say but like mostly bad so (laughs) yeah so we don't really follow that structure at all but the really what it is is a way to say something's bad but we love it but this is i can't even say the song's bad i think it's really 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 good i i think we've said like if you listen to what we just said in the past 40 minutes minutes and you're like no that song sucks then i don't know what to tell you yeah you should probably like just stop listening to music. <laughs> I, don't know. I I just what? the only you could say that you don't like his voice. It really rubs you because I could understand that. Yes, and again, any other song of his? Hell no, no. Well, although that Dear Evan Hansen cover he did was not like the worst thing. What did he? Which one? Did he, do? Uh, he did. Uh, you yeah you yeah. It was. wasn't. It was all right. It was okay. It was. There was some questionable uh, synth parts. Yes, there sure were. All there's. <laughs> yeah, the, well, I don't yeah. know how it works in this song. It just yeah, there's just something so like childlike about mm-hmm. it that well, you can th- forgive it. And the video is him actually playing with mm. toys. Yeah, and, and they the come th- to life, and it's very uh, and yeah. it matches. And it matches the theme of the lyrics too, like very childlike. Yeah, it's the vibraphone kind of at the end kind of evokes like a music box. Yes, kind of exactly. That's exactly you know? what it's doing. Yeah, so yes. even with a little slowdown at the end. Uh-huh. Right? Oh, oh, didn't think of that. <gasps> but it's still vibrating, or, so it's still rotoring. So yeah. it has the yeah, uh-huh. mm. this. It's got layers, man. Um, there was two things I wanted to say about this song, too, uh, kind of leading into the next bit here. Sure, sure. Um, one is I read the worst quote ever written about music for this song. <laughs> okay, that's saying something. I've seen some shit. <laughs> I read Pitchfork. Dude. Well, but now, now after all that, I'm like, maybe it's not that bad. <laughs> but American electronic producer James Ferraro, I don't know if you know him. I don't know. Uh, him. I've heard the name commonly credited with pioneering the electric genre vaporwave <laughs> called fireflies the best song of the 21st century interpreting it interpreting it on twitter as having themes of mass surveillance and circadian rhythm disorder from ever present devices i think he's looking a little Re- too deep no, he's there. reaching too far especially since it's about him out camping and looking at fireflies yeah exactly <laughs> he's reaching a little too hard circadian rhythm disorder yes but, but, uh, sleeping good, sleeping good. Uh, fireflies, fun. best song of the 21st century. No, no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, not. It's very good. It's very uh, good. I love it a lot. The other uh, thing I wanted to bring up and leading to a new topic here. So this song was number one on billboard twice 
in unconsecutive weeks, which is kind of interesting. That's interesting. Grover Cleveland, huh? Mm. Uh, but one of the reasons it like uh, popped off was because I forgot this existed, but I used to do this back in the day of iTunes. They released a free single of the week. I don't know if you ever yes that. I remember that. I yeah. totally forgot about that, and I kind of like oh yeah, and I did. The, I usually downloaded the song, and I don't. Maybe maybe that's where I first heard this song. Even I don't know. Uh, but I miss that iTunes. Yeah. iTunes doesn't even exist anymore. No, no. And yeah, back when things were kind of in its infancy, lots of ideas like that that weren't necessarily a good idea for the company or yeah. things like that. Well, I guess it worked for them well, in true. this case, yeah. yeah. But for iTunes specifically, you know. Yeah, yeah. So And things like that. It was it was a nice more, and it matches the theme very well. It's much more like childlike state. Exactly. Like playful. Yeah. Trying in, to actually interact. Back in 2009. Trying to interact with people, you know. Yeah, back before everything was a corporate nightmare. It's a, a disaster. <sighs> Yeah, the, dude, the music world is a corporate fuck, fuck shit show. Ah, anyway, you got is that your rant? <laughs> no, okay. uh, it is not. But uh, uh, fuck it, rant time. Yeah, um, I I got a boomer rant for y'all. Oh <laughs> so, boy, yeah, we're feel, getting old. I, I guess we're done with fireflies. It's amazing. Go listen to it again. Yeah, I don't feel good about this rant because I feel like a crazy old weird person. Great. Um, so I recently have been trying to get a new TV. Because I want a bigger one. I know exactly where this is going. Uh, I think maybe. Uh, so I went to like Best Buy to look at TVs, and I was just—I I don't want it to. Be, I don't need to be like the fanciest shit. Yeah, ever. Yeah, I was just, you like, just want you know, a TV that looks good. Yeah, exactly. Big TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, want big TV? You cannot buy a non-smart TV anymore. And I know it doesn't matter, but it matters no, to me. No, no, it one hundred percent matters. I. I, I knew you were going to say this. I have been the biggest crusader against smart TVs for years. I hate them. I hate them years so much. Years and years much. and years. I have, I, there's like record of me saying fuck smart TVs like six years ago when they were just starting. Like, this is terrible because you know what's going to happen. The OS is shitty and slow and terrible. It takes right? 20 minutes to start up. And no one believes me about this either. I tell them this and they're like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Because I get it. It's so convenient. Like, no, fuck Netflix, it's, Hulu. No, what, it's like, less convenient than, like, a Chromecast. Right. I agree. Chromecast turn and Chromecast is buggy. Fuck. Yeah, they are. But, well, I, so are smart TVs. I fucking hate them. Well, and the thing I hate, too, is, well, a lot of them have, like, ads on them, too. They, Do they? Yes, oh. that's nice, right? Yeah. Uh, um, also, it's like, you know, I was looking at some of the demos, and they're, like, showing the screen and whatnot, and it's like, I'm looking at all the apps on the TV, and I'm sure you can edit this, but I'm like... A, half these apps are not even things people use. No. And B, it's like, I don't know, Netflix might not even be a thing in like <laughs> five years. And now I, my TV still has fucking Netflix on yeah, it or whatever. Exactly. And, and that's, what, again, what's great about a Chromecast. It's just yeah. your phone. Exactly. And also, I just think it looks ugly. Like, oh, the interface. Yeah. 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 It's just clunky and shitty. Know. It takes extra steps to get to what you want. I just I, don't, I don't I, get I, it. I don't like it. Uh, so I went to Best Buy and I asked them, and they're like, oh, we don't sell those anymore. Unless it's like a smaller one, you can still buy mm-hmm. one. Um, and then I went to, there's like a local video TV store in Eugene and the guy I think he thought I was an insane person because <laughs> I walk in and I was like do you have any dumb TVs and he's just like no no one makes those anymore and that he's like sucks. but you could just turn the internet off on it no and I'm like it doesn't help it's not the same it's he's not because <laughs> your startup time is still 20 seconds yeah and he was just like You're he's like f- most people really like the convenience so I'm like I don't want the convenience <laughs> I then, want then, it the way I want it and that's when his brain turns <laughs> off it's like okay he basically he's just like but I, and I was like I don't like how it looks either and he's like well that's a new one <laughs> 
<laughs> Get fucked. That guy is not. So I ended up buying a, it's not even used, but like a couple years old TV because that's what you that's have to do. You have to do. Well, one thing is it's cheaper too because not that it, that was a big consideration, but like if I don't want all this extra shit, why, why do I have to why pay, pay for it? Yeah. I bought the last TV from Best Buy that was not smart. Wow. The very last one. This three years ago. Yeah, yeah. Three years and some tax. Yeah. Leve- that was it. They were. It, they put it in a box on the side. It was like the last. It was in a corner, and I was like, "That one." I hate that it. One. I hate it. And you know, so maybe if there's listeners out there who know things about where maybe some companies are still making dumb TVs, that'd mm-hmm. be great. But like, I know it's not the same thing. But like, you know, people like their vinyl. It's less convenient than mm. streaming. But no one's giving. Well, you get a little shit. But like, <laughs> it's more accepted. No yeah. one. No one thinks I'm a crazy person. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my problem. It's not more convenient. It's less convenient. That, inter- is, yeah, the, that, that is all, yeah. The interface is slow, usually. You have to buy a pretty hefty price smart yeah, TV yeah. for a good interface. Well, yeah, well, plus with how fast technology moves now. Yeah, it'll, like, be, it'll be slow yeah, in a year. Yeah, yeah. It, it's ridiculous. Whereas if I just have something that mirrors my t- tablet, whatever, phone, right, my yeah. Yeah, computer, like, wow. that Convenient, and yeah. that means you have the apps you want, and... I don't. I don't get it. Boomer, I think smart Boomer TVs rant, are a joke. Rant, but I, I stand by it. No, I've. I swear, I've been saying this forever. I've been the crusader, the lone wolf. Yeah, well, because I bought my first TV. Oh, just like talking about TVs for so long. This now. is a music <laughs> podcast, everybody. I bought my current TV not too long ago. Like I guess almost two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but it was smaller, so I guess they still make dumb TVs and small. Mm-hmm. I never really thought. But I went in and I was just like, I didn't want a smart TV even then. Because every time I've used one, I just don't like eh. <laughs> the world, man. Fuck the world. Fuck the TVs. It's a runway. <clears throat> so you got a rant or no? You're- I kind of do. Okay. It's connected to my listening. All right. So I uh, procured some more symphony work, which is awesome. One of them is the live scoring of Nightmare Before Christmas. And what I did when I got the gig, I just binge listened to the soundtrack, watched the movie, and uh, just had fun with it. It's a it's a great soundtrack. It's a great soundtrack. Yeah, and a great movie. Mm-hmm. Great. Oh, yeah. It's short, too. Like an hour 25 or something. Hour 20, maybe? Those were the days. I know, right? Everything's like two we're, hours. We're boomering off. up right now. Ah! <laughs> Remember 2009 <laughs> when you couldn't believe your eyes? Ah! <laughs> so I listened to the soundtrack I, a couple times through and because I, I was kind of also kind of scouting out. I'm playing synths on it. Right. So I'm scouting so out my what parts. You have to do, yeah. <laughs> and a few of the songs are going to have like fast patch patch changes like making Christmas and shit's going to have like weird organ. <laughs> the part of the charm of that song is like the sounds kind of sound bad, but they have like a toy like sound to them. Yeah. And they're making yeah. toys. Yeah. So they're matching the. Whoa. Oh, my God. <laughs> Danny. OK. But my rant is two parts. One is Danny Elfman. He is an interesting guy. Yeah. He has had a very long career. I would say a lot of the time, I'm not sure I actually like his composing. Well, I think like, for, so, like what, like what example? Well, so here's first of all, first of all, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is one of the worst things ever. Oh, uh, well, that's, that, I think no that was a lot of, that. I think there's that was no a, helping exa- that. I think is, a lot of it was Tim Burton too. Well, is it? I, was that the movie where they that was like the last one they worked together on? Oh, maybe it was. Yeah, uh, maybe it, maybe there's a riff there. Uh, yeah, so I know Danny Elfman got a lot of things from Tim Burton on that, but I will say over several movies, his uh, devices are very apparent. Yes, you it, definitely can tell it's Danny. And, <laughs> and that's the problem with being that unique uh, with like a lot of your emotions. Uh, you know, he likes 
parallel minors. He likes um, jumping key centers. He likes odd rhythmic devices to change between whatever. But the problem is the variation of these devices is not strong. It's very similar throughout different movies mm. and different pieces. Yes, you're not wrong. And that, that rubs me the wrong way sometimes. Yeah, you're not wrong. But the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack is very, very special. You can tell he was really into Every, that. He wanted oh everything to be perfect. Oh. So what I did was I asked you to find out your favorite song from it. One day I want to do an episode on yeah, we, just yeah, the soundtrack. Yeah, I'd, I'd be doing it, yeah. Yeah, but I asked you to find your favorite song. And then I listened again and tried to find my favorite song. I tried to have like a, a bonus surprise. Yeah, it's like not the, the deep cut. Yeah. yeah. And what I came up with, which I don't think is my favorite song, is Making Christmas. Which is a great song, though. Yeah. And it's really cool. And the long version that's not in the film because they shortened it for movie purposes. It just, you know, it's just longer and has more cool stuff and like really weird, like short cadenzas by vampires and <laughs> and it sounds like this, you know, <laughs> silly voices. And then the background, like, I'm making Christmas. And it's, it's super wonderful. And time signature changes. And that's kind of your Danny Elfman special is uh, fitting things really yes. well. Yes. Into phrase lengths. He must have had a, like, I don't know, but it feels like he really had a musical theater background. <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, Oingo Boingo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, <laughs> Another thing, I don't like that band. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> a, big, I'm not a big Boingo boy. <laughs> <laughs> I Oh, God, that's my favorite. Uh, not to shout out Red Letter Meteor every episode we do, but they talked about uh, Danny Elfman, or sorry, Oingo Boingo briefly in one episode. Oh, I don't remember that. Uh, I think it was in the Charlie and Charlie uh, Chocolate mm. Factory review, and they're like, and Danny Elfman, he, and Jay's talking about it, he's like, he did Oingo Boingo, which is Oingo Boingo, which is wonderful, and then Mike's like, Jay, Oingo Boingo sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, they're wonderful. <laughs> and they're like, and he's like, what songs do you even know by Oingo Boingo? And Mike's like, Exactly. (laughs) No, it was really funny. But this soundtrack is so special, and we found our favorite songs, and we... It's It's the the, same one. It's the same one because it's just the greatest. It's what's this, what's this, there's magic in the air, and there's so much in that song, so many details, and it has one of the best modulations, two, I mean, same thing twice, up a half step, but through a very long series of progressions, and not to go too into it, we're in C, but not to go into it, but I'm doing it, because fuck y'all, I goes in. <laughs> the chord progression, we're in C, uh, very much C major. But the first progression is cool. It's like C to B7, back to C, using like the outward. Anyway, the this little modulation is E minor to E, or A minor to E minor, repeat, A minor to E minor, and then G minor to B flat minor, and then A to C sharp minor over G sharp, G sharp 7 uh, dominant chord <laughs> to D, or to C sharp major. Nasty. It's cool. It's cool. Mm, oh. And it, and the phrase lengths are all killer. And like huge, like cool things, like the big cadenzas on the three chord. All cozy and asleep inside their oh, dreamland. Yeah. What's this? <laughs> it's uh, he, incredible. He cared a lot about that movie. Mm-hmm. Everything's accounted oh, for. Yeah. Is that the only one he ever sang into? I wonder. Yeah, Probably. I guess and that's so. something I learned today. I don't know how many musicals he scored ever. But. I, I didn't realize he sang all the Jack Skellington parts. Mm-hmm. And some of those are not easy. Yeah. He's got a huge vocal range. Like if you think uh, to Jack's Lament, uh, I, Jack, the pumpkin king, I grow so oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. of the same old thing. Like it, the range is ridiculous. And like the acting range is large. Oh, dude, he's, he's, yeah. It's, yeah. 
So it's your listening of the week as well. Yes. Okay. My <laughs> listening of the week is the Nightmare Before Christmas soundtrack. Check it out. Go check out Making Christmas too. It's really good, man. No, a lot of the songs on there are really good. Even like the incidentals are Oh yeah, are good. No, it's, it's great. It's yeah. great. What have you been listening well, to? Well, we're trying not to simp out as much on my listening of the week. It, yeah. Uh, I've been listening to this artist, Alice Zawetsky. Mm. Uh, a Polish composer. No. Yeah, if you can tell. Her 2019 album, Within You, is a world of spring. It's a long name. She is a composer and like classically trained violinist. Um, it's really cool, weird music. It's, uh, what's that called? Like the German song music? Oh, Leader. Leader. Very, it reminds me a lot of Leader in a weird way. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I think of Leader, I think of 400 Schubert things I've had to do. Yeah, but it's, it's almost like, the, it's like, very song based, but like classical music. Sure. Um, but with song structure. St- and- I mean, not, but yeah, diff, like there's no verse chorus. Verse kind of thing in this is very like moving story kind of thing. Sparse piano. She plays violin really well too. It's a little bit of like modern jazz in there and like minimal. Interesting. Uh, she's really cool and her voice is great. It's almost also almost classical, but not at the same time. It's yeah, it's very unique. It's, it's cool. cool. So, Within You is the World of Spring by Alice Zawadzki. Awesome. Well, we have did another uh, episode of The Good, Bad, and the Ugly. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> oh, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> good job, Pam. This is our third one. The good, Candy, Candy Lamar. Candy Lamar. And then the bad was the worst thing LT, ever. P now. P now, P now. My dude, P now. And then the ugly was actually just another good in disguise. It was fireflies. It was so good. <laughs> go, go listen to those again and uh, try and yes. Not. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on yeah. YouTube. Our Twitter handle is at Music Sucks Cast, and it's it's a fun Twitter account. It's fun. We like to talk. Uh, about <clears throat> Hit us up. Talk to us. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Yep. Yep. Spotify. Apple Podcast. Drop us a review and a rating. We really appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, and also, another thing we'd appreciate is you telling everyone you've met in your entire life that this podcast is good and sh- selling it to everyone you've ever met. Someone needs to buy the beer. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah we need to. We need uh, 211 money. Anyway, I am Matt. I'm Jake. And this has been Music Sucks and I Want to Die. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Cheers. The monsters are all missing and the nightmares can't be found. And in their place there seems to be good feeling all around. Instead of screams, I swear I can hear music in the air. The smell of cakes and pies are absolutely everywhere. The sights, the sounds, they're everywhere and all around. I've never felt so good.